السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد I think as we're all aware, as our beloved Prophet Tara sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that these are the best 10 days of the year, especially in connection with this opportunity for doing good deeds. Right now we're in the first 10 days of the blessed month of Dhul-Hijjah, and we ask Allah to help all of us to take advantage of this opportunity as best we can. Amin Whenever we look at any type of sale regarding things in connection with this life. It could be Black Friday, it could be sales around Christmas time. Oftentimes people, they, they make sure to remember that opportunity no matter what, and they prioritize it no matter what, even if they have to wait outside of a store starting at 4 a.m. Maybe they sleep outside the night before because they really want to get that PS5 or whatever it may be. It's not that there's necessarily anything wrong with that. My point is, when it comes to prioritizing things, 
Where there's a will, there's a way. So what the Prophet is teaching us to prioritize this opportunity, and it's up to us, because the Prophet did his part to convey the message, it's up to us to receive the message and internalize it and practice it and live in accordance with it as best we can. When it comes to these 10 days, I want to especially press on this concept of barakah, of blessing. Just to give a, a simple example to help us process and internalize this idea of barakah, of blessing. It's as if you plant one seed and Allah puts so much barakah in that you find 10 trees growing. You're getting a whole lot more out of it in comparison to what you put into it. If the, if the default when it comes to doing good deeds is for it to be multiplied by 10 under ordinary circumstances, مَنْ جَاءَ بِالْحَسَنَةِ فَلَهُ عَشْرُ أَمْثَالِهَا Whoever does a good deed, the default, the minimum, this is Allah's generosity, is for it to be multiplied by 10. This is year-round, this is every day, this is every week. That's the minimum, for it to be multiplied by 10. Now if somebody makes sure to increase in good deeds, whatever good deeds their heart inclines towards, someone may feel an extra inclination towards fasting. So maybe they make sure to fast the first nine days of the Hijjah, the ninth day of course, being Arafah. And the Prophet taught us that whoever fasts the day of Arafah, then their sins are forgiven for the coming year and for the previous year. The Prophet is teaching us that this day especially is extremely important. The Prophet said, Al-Hajj Arafah. He's not saying it's the only component, but he is saying it's the most important component of Hajj. That Hajj is Arafah. He's emphasizing that opportunity that day. So just like we mark Black Friday on our calendars, and we, we single it out, we make sure, I really want to get X, Y, or Z, I'm going to put in the effort. I may not normally get up at four in the morning, but that day I'm getting up early because I really want to cash in on that opportunity. The Prophet is teaching us, والسلام, that there are different times there are different opportunities that we should try our best to prioritize. One person may have an extra strong inclination towards fasting. That's a blessing Allah gave them. Someone else may have an extra strong inclination towards Qur'an. Reading extra Qur'an, listening to extra Qur'an, spending more time with the Book of Allah. That's a blessing. Someone may feel an extra inclination for tahajjud. Someone may feel Allah has distributed different inclinations towards different good deeds, just like He's distributed risk among His servants. Someone may have a bit more in this area, someone a little bit less in that area. The same concept applies as it relates to good deeds. Don't waste your time looking at other people and then comparing them to yourself for better or for worse. Meaning, don't look at, if you feel an extra strong inclination towards praying in the masjid, and you make sure to really prioritize that during these 10 days, don't look down on other people who you don't see in the masjid in that time, because they may not have the same zeal as you. You're wasting your time in the masjid in that case. Reflect on yourself. Benefit yourself. Nourish yourself. Focus on yourself. If you notice, maybe your friend isn't here, your cousin isn't here, your loved ones aren't here, then find a wise way, an intelligent and creative way to offer them an invitation. Maybe you know that 
one of your cousins really wants to try this new restaurant in town. So offer a suggestion. Let's go here, pray this prayer, and then let's go eat there. It's on me. I'll cover it. Don't worry about it. Don't you think they're going to meet you in the masjid for Maghrib, for example, that day, so you guys can go and eat at that specific restaurant afterwards? Of course. Your intention is more so to want to see them. You would love to see them praying next to you, with you in the house of Allah. You want to encourage them to do this beautiful good deed in these blessed 10 days. You have to offer it as an invitation. You can see the huge contrast between the two approaches. One person, the only thing they're thinking about is how much better they are than everyone else they don't see in the masjid. They're wasting their time. Where's the humility? You're going to be arrogant about your humble worship towards Allah Azza wa Jal. It's a paradox. It doesn't make sense. The other approach, a person is thinking, Allah has allowed me, Allah has given me tawfiq to do this good deed. I would love for this person who I love to share in this with me. So you find a way to produce, to create an invitation. There's a huge difference between the two internal states. Someone else may look at someone and think to themselves that they're doing so many good deeds. And then they may get down on themselves that I may not be fasting like that person. I may not be praying as much as that person. I may not be sending as much salawat on the Prophet as that person, from what it looks like. This is one of the, the, the traps of especially social media. Try to avoid that type of comparison because both types of comparisons are unhealthy. If you're looking down at other people thinking, I'm so much better than them, it's unhealthy. And if you're looking at other people and your takeaway from that is they're so much better than me, and therefore, I'm so much worse than them. I'm such a terrible person. I'm such a terrible Muslim. Both are unhealthy. Both are unbalanced. But the way of the Prophet is balanced and in the middle, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you notice that someone may not be there, how can you share that good with them? If you find someone doing something good, ask Allah to bless them, to accept it from them. And you can learn from that, but focus on yourself. What's your niche? If your niche is increasing in istighfar, then lean into that a little bit more these 10 days. Don't waste your time comparing yourself to other people for better or for worse. Focus on yourself. How is my relationship with Allah? Constantly throughout the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, we find this concept drilled into our hearts. Focus on yourself first. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, qu anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. O you who believe, save yourselves and your family members from the fire. Over and over, Sayyidina Yunus salam, when he ends up in the belly of the whale, how does he process that challenge? How does he process what he's going through? لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين. Think about this. He left his people, alayhi salam, with good intentions. They're being stubborn, they're being rigid, they're not listening to his da'wah. Okay, so let me go elsewhere, maybe some other people, they'll be open to what I have to say. Technically, it's a good intention. So he leaves and he boards the ship, but it's a rule of Allah that a Nabi cannot leave his people until and unless Allah Azza wa Jalla grants them permission. He boards the ship, we know how the story goes, he ends up in the belly of the whale. 
analyze his dua, zoom in on his dua. What does he focus on? What does he prioritize in this absolutely difficult situation? La ilaha illa ant. There's nothing worthy of worship except you. Back to basics. That is the most important concept in our lives, period. La ilaha illa ant. There's nothing worthy of worship except you. Subhanak. You're free from any imperfection. Inni kuntu I made a mistake. These are the three components. You have tahleel, la ilaha illa ant. Subhanak, tasbih. Inni kuntu and tawbah. If you take a step back and you look at what he's saying, it's very interesting to note and notice that he doesn't turn to Allah in anger asking Allah to destroy his people, asking Allah to curse his people. His immediate response, Ya Allah, I made a mistake. He doesn't even mention his people technically in this dua. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu min And Allah responds, Fastajabinala. We responded to him and we saved him. And a person may think, well, yeah, but that's Prophet Yunus. Who am I? Of course, I'm nothing in comparison to him. That's not the point. What does Allah say? In the same way, that is how Allah likewise saves and helps the believers. And our beloved Prophet taught us والسلام, that there's a dua that no believer makes it except that Allah is guaranteed to respond to them. And it's the dua of my brother Yunus السلام, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu The main focus is let me take a step back, let me look internally first. Let, let me see what I can. And it's still true that there were issues with his people. No one is saying that's not true. But what was his reaction? What was his prophetic reaction, his main focus? I don't have control over them, but I have control over me. So let me make sure, aside from anything and everything else, I need to make sure that my relationship with my Creator is good. Is where it needs to be. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu so when it comes to these blessed 10 days, it's not about comparison. It's hard, but try not to fall into that trap. Focus on yourself. How am I doing with my morning afkar? Maybe someone had a very good routine, a very good rhythm going. And then life happens to all of us. Maybe they had to start working two, three different jobs and they were trying to take classes at the time and they had a newborn and something's got to give. So naturally things shift. This is the norm of the ups and downs of, of life and spirituality for all of us. So maybe during these 10 days, a person, they reflect and they think that, you know, I used, to, I used to have this really consistent habit, this routine where I would do my morning of Qad every morning when I was driving to work or driving to school, for example. A whole lot has happened since then. But, you know, let me get back on the bandwagon, so to speak. Let, let me reconnect with that practice that I remember the sweetness from that. I miss that sweetness. Let me reconnect with it. Maybe somebody, they had the beautiful habit of saying Ayatul Kursi, doing some basic afkar before going to sleep. Life happened. Something fell to the wayside. Things changed. This is a good opportunity to reflect 
and to reconnect with these different habits and these different good deeds that once upon a time, under different circumstances, maybe a person was regular with. Maybe somebody was very consistent with their five daily prayers. They went through a loss in the family. They went through some serious challenges. Maybe they fell off. The reality is we're still alive. We can get back on. We can turn that page in terms of our relationship with Allah Azza wa But that's up to me. That's up to us to realize and reflect, take a step back and think, what can I do to take that next baby step to come closer to Allah Azza wa It's not about running a marathon in two and a half steps. That's impossible. We're literally setting ourselves up for failure if we don't adjust our expectations in connection with reality, in connection with what our capacity is. So we need to take a step back, look at ourselves. What can I do during these 10 days to capitalize on this opportunity? Can I give extra sadaqah? The one good deed that's highlighted specifically in the Qur'an when Allah mentions, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُلْهِكُمْ أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَلَا أَوْلَادُكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ Allah tells the believers, don't let the dunya basically pull you away cause you to forget your relationship with Allah, even on a basic level. But in the next ayah, what's the one specific good deed that Allah highlights? Allah is warning us, Allah is telling us, do not end up like this type of person on their deathbed. The one wish that they have, I wish that I specifically gave sadaqah, and I wish that I generally was a better person. But the one specific action item, the one specific good deed that's mentioned, I wish I give sadaqah, I wish I give charity. If there's abundant blessing in giving charity in general, anytime throughout the year, how much more barakah will there be in the likes of Ramadan? Just like we prioritize the last 10 nights, those are the best 10 nights of the year, these are the best 10 days of the year. So there's that fervor, there's that zeal, as there should be then, but then we find the, the best 10 days often are neglected. Let's take a step back, reflect, and think to ourselves, how is my relationship with Allah? And what are some good deeds that I can do, even if they're small? Today, that can bring me closer to Allah Azza wa It's not about overwhelming ourselves and, oh my God, I need to change 100,000 things within 10 seconds and I'm going to become super Muslim within the next five minutes and I'm going to change everything. And you're setting yourself up for failure if you flip from one extreme to the other. Rather, you find the Prophet ﷺ teaching his companions step by step by step. There are different examples from, from his seerah when there's a sahabi who wants to do so much good, like Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As. He wants to fast every day. He wants to pray all night, every night. He wants to do so much. And you, you find the Prophet advising him, do less, slow down. You don't, you don't have to, if you're going to complete the Qur'an, do it every month. If you're going to fast, fast the white days. If you're going to, 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 to pray, you need to have balance. You need to sleep and you need to pray a little bit consistently is good. And then you find the Sahabi responding that, but I can do more, I can do more, I can do more. And so they basically come to an agreement. And then later, he's a young man at the time, decades later, what does he say about himself? I wish I would have taken the advice of the Prophet ﷺ. Because now I, I can't keep up with that bar that I set. So I, 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 I distribute 
these practices, these good deeds among my family, among those close to me, they help me out with them. The point is, the Prophet taught us that the secret really is in consistency. It's not about doing a lot in one day, but if you can do a little and you do it consistently, you carve out that time in the morning for your adhkar. Say astaghfirullah three times before you go to sleep, any time in the, whatever, just something small. Plant a small seed and water it and water it and water it and it'll grow. If you don't give it enough water, it's going to die. If you give it too much water, it's going to die. We have to be in the middle. We ask Allah to make this reminder beneficial for all of us and we hope and we pray that we can take advantage of these best 10 days as best we can. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما صلى الله على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم if the brothers can please scoot up and towards your right because there are some folks who are standing so if you can fill in any gaps make space for others and Allah will make space for you in Jannah فافسحوا يفسح الله لكم if you can please scoot up, and if you can please scoot towards your right, that would be best. Jazakumul khair. Jazakumul khair. I want to conclude by pressing a little bit more. In light of the principle, let me focus on myself first and foremost. I want to tether that and connect it with the specific action item of sadaqah. After Surah Al-Munafiqun, which is where at the end of the surah, that's where we find these ayats when Allah says, O oh, you who believe, don't let basically the dunya distract you from your remembrance of Allah. And then Allah gives the example of someone, they end up on their deathbed and their wishes. I wish I gave sadaqah and I wish I was a better person. In the next surah, at the end of that surah, Allah again addresses the believers. And Abdullah bin Abbas and Abdullah bin Mas'ud, they said that when you come across an ayah that says, Ya amanu, O you who believe, pay special attention. Because Allah is either going to tell you to do something good that's beneficial for you or to avoid something harmful that, that's going to cause you harm basically. So to, to have an extra layer of attention when it comes to these ayat that begin with Ya Ladina Amanu. In the next surah, Surah Taghabun, at the end of that surah, again Allah addresses the believers, Ya Ladina Amanu. Inna min azwajikum fahdaruhum after this ayah, Allah mentions, have as much taqwa as you can. Have as much taqwa as you can. Whatever is within your capacity, take that next step. Everyone is different. And that's, that should be seen as a beautiful thing. That there is, there, there is, everyone has a different connection with Allah Azza wa Jal. Everyone has a different journey, a different path. There's one path, but it's very vast and very wide. And everyone has a different position on that path. So Allah is saying, for all of us, have as much taqwa as you can. This is action item number one. وَاسْمَعُوا and listen. وَأَطِيعُوا and obey. وَأَنْفِقُوا and spend. Give charity. Now you notice something. After Allah mentions have as much taqwa as you can, Allah moves on to 
the next category. Have as much taqwa as you can, part one. Part two, and listen. Part three, and obey. Part four, and give charity. Out of these four, which one does Allah elaborate on the most? The fourth one of charity. وَأَنْفِقُوا Because that's when, that's when the nafs really kicks in. That's also when your iman really kicks in. Which one is going to win out? Allah says, وَأَنْفِقُوا And spend, give charity. Right then the, the nafs it kicks in and it wants to withhold. So Allah elaborates, وَأَنْفِقُوا I don't want to give charity. خَيْرًا لِأَنفُسِكُمْ It's better for you. I still don't want to give. وَمَن يُخَشُحَ نَفْسِهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ And whoever can protect themselves from the, the, the greed of their soul, then they are those who are successful. Regarding taqwa, short and sweet. Listening, short and sweet. Obedience, short and sweet. Charity, Allah elaborates. Because Allah knows how we are. Allah knows the nature of those He created. So it's up to us to reflect and to think can I give some extra charity today? I want to connect this specifically with Ihsan Foundation for West Africa, an organization I'm here on behalf of. We have a table set up outside. The specific project that we're campaigning for today, our brothers and sisters in East Africa and Somalia, they're going through the worst drought in decades. I'll give you a simple number. $40 will feed a family of nine for a month. Compare that to the, the how much... Food costs here where we are, two people, they go to dinner after Maghrib, for example, the guy and his cousin, they, go, they spend 40 bucks easily. $40 will feed a family of nine for an entire month. Let that sink in. Please reflect on that in connection with this being the best 10 days of the year. This is an opportunity that Allah has provided for all of you on your doorstep. All you have to do is step outside, give anything that you can. I'll conclude with this. We all know the story of the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned the example of the person. They gave water to a dog, Allah forgave them and granted them Jannah. Pause, zoom in on that, reflect on it. Nowadays, if somebody were to give that quantitative amount of water to a dog, not even a person, an animal, a person may think, what, what difference is that going to do? That's like 50 cents of water. It's not going to make a big difference. But with Allah, that made a huge difference for that person. And that person was someone who had made major mistakes in their past. They did this one act of sincerity, Allah accepted it, Allah granted them Jannah. Never underestimate any good deed, especially in connection with giving for the sake of Allah. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to make us people of taqwa. We ask Allah to make us people of iman and action. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to guide our youth and protect them. We ask Allah to make it easy for all of us to come closer to Him, especially in these best 10 days. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kin adhaab al-nar. Rabbana la tu'akhidna in nasina aw akhtaqna. Rabbana wa la tahmil alayna isran kama hamaltahu ala alladhina min qablina. Rabbana wa la tuhammilna ma la taqata lana به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين وأقم الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة 
Allahu Ekber, Allahu Ekber, La ilahe illallah. La ilahe illallah. Sao Sakimu, please fill the gaps, straighten the lines. Yeah, can you?